where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Hello, welcome to this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, Conversations as We Walk with Jesus. I am Kim Miller. And I am Erica Close. It is great to be with you all today. And we are continuing our series on grace. This is our third podcast on grace, and it's our continuation of the works of grace. And today we're going to look at sanctification, how grace sanctifies us, And we're going to also look at how grace empowers us to serve. And our first verse that we want to look at today is 2 Thessalonians 2.13. All right. And that says, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. So not only are we right in standing with God, but our right living depends on God's grace. And God freely helps us do that. And when we're looking at this verse about what the scripture says to us, that we are bound to give thanks. We know that all the things that come to us and all the abilities that we have is from grace and that we ourselves are sinners. We are like filthy rags. Our sin is dirty. We are born sinners, but grace saves us. And then grace also sanctifies us. It allows us to grow in grace every day and we become more and more like Jesus as he works in our life. And we, and we, and grace also justifies us. That was our last uh, podcast was about justification that that when Jesus looks at us after salvation, it's as just as if we never sinned. And that is absolutely mind-blowing to me, but he, that's how he sees us because he sees the blood that covers us, right? His blood, and so it's not our sin that is seen, and that is amazing, which means that when we start off on that process of sanctification, we're starting off so fresh, you know, I mean, because we are starting off completely justified, and that is amazing. That's an amazing like place for the Lord to allow. It's an amazing place that we are allowed to start working from. Right? Because when God does something, he does it completely. So he completely forgives us of our sins, and he completely washes away our sins. And when we think about sanctification, it's a process. It's a process of being set aside or set apart for the purposes of God. And I believe that when we get saved, we get absolutely all of him. 
But I believe it's a process for him to get all of us. It's a process for us to crucify our own self-wills and to crucify the things inside of us that no longer belong to God. And sometimes that takes some time because God has to reveal it to us. And then we have to be prepared and willing to, to receive what he has to tell us and to allow the Holy Spirit that dwells within us to cleanse us and to mold us and to make us more of what we should be. I think it's amazing the patience that God has for us. He saves us. He does a mighty work in us where old things are passed away and all things are become new. But then he also works with us and he continues to lead us and guide us through the presence of the Holy Spirit in us to teach us the ways that we should go and to comfort us when he has to discipline us because we are stepping left or right of the center of his will. It's like he doesn't say, I'm done with you when he saves you. He just begins a new work in you and you get a whole new life of walking and talking with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you have this this journey set before you where he is creating in you who he wants you to be. I love that. And, you know, I love to, because, you know, in the King James, often when the scriptures are talking about patience, they use the word long suffering. And I love, I hate to think that I make the Lord suffer, but I know that he doesn't like it, you know, when he sees that I'm not doing what he has asked me to do. But I cherish the word long because that is that he's in it for the long run, right? He's there for the duration. And when you were talking just a second ago, it made me think of the verses about how he is the potter and we're the clay. And, you know, I've seen lots of videos. I've actually never done this, but I've never, you know, sat at a pottery wheel and done, you know, pottery. But I, you know, you can watch those videos sometimes where the potter has, you know, their hands in the clay and they're molding and you see this bowl start to come up and then something goes awry and the whole like edges of the bowl just flop around and fall over. And I and what do they do, right? They just the potter just stops the wheel, puts it back into a little ball on the wheel and starts again. You know, to make that bowl or that vase or whatever it is come, you know, come up and have it be round and have the sides be strong enough to stand up and, you know, support itself. And I just think of how many times in our lives while we're going through that process of sanctification our, our sides wobble, right? And sometimes, you know, I think that the sides wobble and the potter is able to put a little more pressure on and, and keep the, the wheel going, right? Keep the bowl spinning. And sometimes, you know, if we truly go off the rails in some capacity, the, you know, the potter has to, you know, start over, right? Building those sides back up. And, um, I'm just so thankful that he does that. And I just love the image of the potter and the clay just because it's his hands. It's his hands on the clay. His long-suffering hands that are not going anywhere are the hands that are molding us and sanctifying us to become the people that he wants us to be, which is the people that are like him. It just goes 
to remind us even more how much he loves us because he never wants to be away from us. So his hands are up on us, molding us, and the Holy Spirit is within us. And 1 Corinthians one thirty says this. It says, um, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So, but of him... Are ye in Christ Jesus? I mean, that is such a a picture, a visual of being enveloped with God surrounding us. And we know the scriptures say he's in front of us and he's beside of us and he's behind us and that he goes before us and he's ever watching out for us. But I have this feeling of just being stuffed in a mush, uh, a marshmallow, you know, how like, <laughs> like you take your finger and your finger gets totally lost in a marshmallow. And I am in no way saying Jesus is a marshmallow, but that picture of how when that finger gets pushed in it and it just squishes it all around so you don't see the tip of the finger anymore. That's how I feel that, that Christ is with us. We are in him and he is sanctifying us as he is sort of protecting us from the world. You know, he is working on our insides, which hopefully demonstrates on our outsides. But he is helping us be who we're supposed to be while he's protecting us from the things that we're not ready to see or we're not ready to hear or we're not ready to to process. But we as Christians can step outside of that marshmallow. We can step outside of that protection. And when we do that, what happens is we open up ourselves to things we're just not ready for. We're not grown enough in God. We're not grown enough in his grace. And we, we cause ourselves to live below our privileges and in a way that is not acceptable to the Lord because we choose to step out of his protection because we choose things that aren't right for us. Just like when you have a child who's four years old, they may want to drive the car because they think that's cool, but they're not ready to drive the car. So nobody puts them in a seat and gives them the keys and says, have at it because their feet to touch the pedal, their heads would be under the steering wheel. They don't have the maturity. They don't have the knowledge or the skill set to do that. Yet Christians, especially new Christians, put themselves in places and allow things in their lives that they're not equipped yet to be able to process and remove, to be able to deal with. Now, the answer is always give it to Jesus. The answer is always turn to Jesus. But sometimes as new Christians, your habits of turning to Jesus are not as solid as an experienced Christian's. And the promises you may not know as well. And so you put yourself in places that you are not able to resist. I think you make a really good a really good point where you just you mentioned the word process a few times and how as Christians we may not be ready to process something. And I think that so much of that is what happens when we're talking about sanctification, right? We're talking about our lives changing to become more like his, but our lives change to become more like his when we can understand and when we can fathom how to respond, how to appropriately respond to situations that we find ourselves in. So that process of sanctification 
we often refer to it as like cleaning up our lives and things like that. But what it's really doing, it's cleaning up our hearts and our minds so that the processes that our hearts and our minds go through are refined to allow us to respond the way we should respond. It makes me think of like refining a computer program. You know, you, you're getting out the bugs and the kinks and the things that would cause the program to go awry until it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's like the Lord is working in our brains to make sure that our processing is in alignment with him. Our hearts and our minds are in alignment with what he would have us to do. And the amazing thing about it is, is you're fully responsible for trying to get the bugs out of the program. But we as Christians don't take the responsibility for cleaning ourselves up. The Holy Spirit will clean us. We just respond to what he's revealing to us that we need to remove from our lives. And so sanctification is a process, but we as Christians can really enable ourselves to benefit from the works of the Holy Spirit and the works of grace of the Holy Spirit inside of us by yielding to the Holy Spirit and what he's asking us to do and following what he's telling us not to do. And so at all times we should remove anything that we can from our lives and from our paths that would lead us astray or that would tempt us. But because we are in the word, we are building our resistance to temptation. We are increasing our faith and we're learning of the character of God and how God would have us to behave and how God would have us to move. And so this process of sanctification, we don't ever arrive. I believe that we will be in the process of sanctification on the day he calls us home. And I believe that he has been working on me since I was a little kid when I gave my heart to the Lord at five. And I pray that I have yielded and I have listened and I am more for him than I've ever been before. But I wake up knowing that each day is a day that I can grow closer to the Lord, that I can be more of what he'd have me to be, and he can use me in his kingdom. And I am grateful for the grace that he patiently bestows upon me as he's still working on me. What a wonderful time we've had, and I believe we'll have to pick up the grace that empowers us to serve on our next podcast. But Erica, thank you for your insights and for your walk and for your willingness to allow the Holy Spirit to work in you on a daily basis. And those of you who are listening, we are praying that you are yielding to the Spirit and that you are seeking God in all things and in all ways. And until we see you again on our next podcast, may God be with you and may you always remember that you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. 
If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl.